Hello, everyone. Welcome back to Real Window, rewatching random movies from our childhood. I am Pauline. And I'm Lisa. And we're two sisters who rewatch movies and then discuss them later after we watch them. And uh, this week it's a trivia sode that, well, not this week, like in general, we have trivia sodes, but today is a trivia <laughs> sode. And this week it's my turn to lead, lead said trivia sode. This is the first trivia sode we've ever done? Wow. I know. Okay, guys, so this is a new concept. <laughs> Just kidding. It's not. But it kind of was a little while ago. Go back. Anyway. um, Okay. So today. Today is a trivia episode. I am leading it. I have picked a movie. Lisa (laughs) doesn't know what the movie is. She's going to try and guess said movie. I am. Yep. Based on trivia. I'm so excited. I love guessing. I know. It's fun. And then we're going to watch the movie over the weekend and then come back to you, all of you, uh, with our thoughts on the film uh, and whether or not we recommend it. If you don't watch it with us over the weekend. Okay. Are we ready to rock? Ah, yes. Let's do this. Let's do this. Okay, Lisa. Mm -hmm. Uh, We're going to start with um, Rotten Tomatoes score. Oh, okay. 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 Uh, and then I'm going to lead you okay. into the IMDb score. And we're going <laughs> to see what we we're think of these bad boys. In. Okay. okay. So well. Lisa, on Rotten Tomatoes, mm. what is the score of this film this week? 29%. Oh, no. 38%. Okay. 51%. Okay. Or 65%. Oh, no. 51 29. Oh, 29%. Okay. okay, but the audience okay. score is 64%. Oh, so, so this is that one of those splits where the critics, the critics really did not were like not, it at all. No, okay. they were not okay. a fan. Okay. Uh, Lisa, on IMDb, was okay. is this movie uh, 2.9 out of 10? <laughs> 3.8 out of 10? <laughs> 5.1 out of 10. I see what you're doing. <laughs> or 6.5 out of 10. Do you Let's see just, that link? I see that link. Very nice. Very nice. Those go. numbers sound vaguely familiar. Mm, yes. um, mm. You know, it's how strange. 6.5? You're right. You're right. On IMDb, oh, I figured. I figured because that's more with a general public. It would yes. be higher than, say, Rotten Tomatoes, where the critics is, it's is just a the critic story. Yeah. Okay. So the audience okay. in general, and on uh, when I was like looking up stuff on this and it just kind of shows you a quick little like when you google the movie name it just shows up 90 percent of people who googled it and watched it liked it if that makes mm-hmm. sense 90 percent okay. of people okay okay but they were probably all people who knew the movie and wanted to watch who it were again. like so, i really i loved they were like us. as a kid yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. so oh, that I'm bodes so... well for how we feel about yeah the movie. We'll, we'll probably still be blinded by nostalgia yeah for sure crossed. for sure we okay. will yeah okay, okay. So, um, the budget for this film. Let's go mm. into this. Yeah, yeah, um, always. So, relatively small budget. Um, okay. What What do you think the budget is? Uh, twenty three million, twenty nine million, okay. thirty four million, or thirty six million. Twenty nine. Twenty three. Oh, twenty three okay. million. Okay. So it's pretty low. Yeah, it's not that um, bad. But this, even though it came out to mixed reviews, it became a surprise blockbuster of the summer, the year it came out. Oh. So for its box office, Lisa, what did it rake in? Okay. $164.2 million, mm-hmm. $171.5 million, mm-hmm. $179.5 million, or $190.1 million? $179? Yes. Yes. Ooh, so, that's a- 
big profit. It was decent. It was very yeah. decent. It yeah. went relatively well. They did not expect it um, so. to be that high, I bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, so we don't... Uh... If I told you the name of the director, you would not know who he is. He okay. generally does like documentary shorts and nominated for an Oscar for like a short film in the 80s. And I'm like, cool. So he, I, you don't know anything that he's done. Okay. Um, no point but, of reference. Yeah. No, nothing. But uh, there's a screenplay written by a man named Ronald Bass. Or if you will, okay. Bass. I'm not sure. You know, it's, he, hard to, it's hard to how know how he prefers. just read it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, let's, assume, like Bass. let's assume Bass. Okay. Like the fish. Okay. okay. Um, okay, so um, Lisa, he has written all of the following screenplays except for one, Ooh, which okay, is The Imposter. Okay. 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 I'm going to pick up The Imposter. Got it. Yeah. An Officer and a Gentleman. Mm-hmm. Rain Man. Okay. Waiting to Exhale. Mm-hmm. Step Mom. Or What Dreams May Come. Oh, what a depressing movie, What Dreams May Come. Was. Oh, um, so depressing. It just Ooh. kept breaking my heart as it kept going. Um, yeah, it was a rough one. Waiting to Exhale? An Officer and a Gentleman. He uh, did write Waiting to Exhale. Okay, so okay. He's... So not the Richard Gere Officer and a Gentleman. Correct. Okay. Okay. Yes, but he did Rain Man, Waiting to Exhale, okay. Stepmom, What Dreams A little variety. He's got that a is a variety. variety. And, and a lot of them are well known. Yes. Yeah, like yeah. not like quiet little independent films. So no. that's interesting. He had a few of those. I obviously didn't obviously. pick those because yeah. you'd be like, I, I don't know what that is. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Sure. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, so this this film actually, despite its, um, you know, very mediocre reception uh, from critics, it actually won six awards and has eight nominations. And none of them are mm. like Razzies and shit, but none of them are Oscars either. So they're just, it's kind of like, you know, it's nominated for some Grammy stuff. It's got some MTV things going on. It's got sweet, other sweet. whatever. So it was nominated for four MTV movie awards and didn't win any of them. But okay. out of the four that I list, one of them is an imposter. So one of these okay. is not what it was nominated for. It was not for. a nomination. Okay, for MTV. Yes. Okay. okay. Okay, so MTV Movie Awards. Yep. Best movie. Okay. Best female performance. Mm-hmm. Best male performance. Or best movie song. Let's do best movie. It was. Oh. Not best male performance okay so best female so best female performance is in there okay yeah yeah and it's got a good song it has a iconic song oh oh i like this we're gonna get i know we're gonna get into more of that in a (laughs) minute yes yes more music please all the music all the music so it's a soundtrack situation there's no composer i'm sorry i'm sorry that's okay but that's okay but a killer soundtrack, eh? Killer okay. soundtrack and um, one song that's pretty amazing. Okay, so okay. Um, in particular. I mean, there's others, okay. obviously. Okay, okay. so okay. Lisa. So I'm going to give you a little, we're going to take a slight detour here. Just with okay. some information. Going to hang a left. Okay. <laughs> Sharp turn. Sharp um, turn, okay. So in, in 2016, there are these awards, these movie awards that were thrown by um, this a producer named Russell Simmons. You'd know him to see him. He's produced a lot of different things. Um, okay. But the awards are all deaf movie awards. And deaf is spelled D-E-F because his production company is all deaf. Okay. And this 2016 was 
he says to celebrate the uncelebrated it was when the oscars came out and it was like white af and everyone's mm. like where are the colored um artists yeah. depicted yeah. so they were basically like here's a true to form award ceremony okay what's awesome about this award ceremony so this our movie was is in here as a nominee so it kind of goes through the the different ages it's not like one year it's not like 2016 it's like we're gonna taking it back years all kind of combining together so and there was also cool it's so cool and then there was one in 2017 as well but then there hasn't been one since so Uh, okay so there are some pretty sweet categories okay you're gonna tell me out of all of the categories i named there's gonna be a few because you were like this is amazing and i need this one and this one okay i get you because when it was like nominated for an all deaf i was like what is that and then i obviously i would have to look that up too because i would have had no clue yeah, I've and never I wasn't heard of it before. Well, and I wasn't huh. just going to be like, oh, I don't care, and just keep going. So <laughs> I was like, all right, let's do this. So, okay, these are some of the categories. You're going to tell me one of these is an imposter, 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 impossible. Okay, one of these is an imposter. You're yes. going to which one? Okay, okay. Bass. Oh, <laughs> nope. <laughs> Do you take a moment, Flame? Do you do, do you do some tongue exercises Ooh. like we used to in drama? Red, class? Leather, Red leather, yellow, yellow leather. Yeah. Unique New York. Okay. <laughs> okay, let's try this again. Okay, okay. okay. Clean slate. Here we go. Best bad mother award. <laughs> okay, that's Sorry, that was hard thing. to say. I, I, Mo- I get that. Yeah. Right. Most quoted movie. Ooh. Right? Most helpful white person. <laughs> best, I know, best token black guy. Oh, amazing. Most likely to steal your girl. <laughs> and best black survivor in a movie. Oh my God, all these are amazing. You made one of these up? I made one of them up. So which Props one did I make? You. Thank you. Thank oh. you. I'm pretty proud. Let's do best token. Yes, oh. that was mine. That was mine. That's a good one, though. Thank That's you. That's a good option. Well, as soon as I saw the category best black survivor in a movie, I was like, <laughs> oh, amazing. The, oh, it's so good. Uh, the winner like, of oh. that one, I yeah, would like it. you to know, is Ice Cube in Anaconda. I was like, oh, God, I forgot about that movie. Oh, I forgot anyway. about that movie. He does. And I forgot he lived. He's, and actually, yep. considering the type of movie, that actually is impressive he didn't die. Because he, by rights, normally would have. I know. I know, because he's black. So he made it. Oh, that makes me me so happy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. So one of the things I thought was quite funny, I just want to segue here. Uh, Most likely to steal your girl. Yeah. It's literally all nominees like Channing Tatum, Idris Elba, Denzel Washington, Mm -hmm. et cetera, et cetera. And the woman woman won it. One woman was nominated, most likely to steal your girl. And I was like, yes. And she won it. And her name's Amber Rose. And she... uh, You'd know her to see her. She has a shaved head. She's and she uses yes. Kanye's ex. Yes, I know yeah. her. Anyways, know so her. she yeah, won. That's so awesome. She won most likely to steal your girl. I was like, this is the best. Like, I love everything about this uh, award ceremony. Um, Clearly, we need this every year. Like, yeah, come on, I guys. was really please, please, please genuinely disappointed that it was only 2016 and 2017. I'm like, well. Clearly, Russell Simmons needs to step on it again and yeah, yeah. do another yeah. one we of should, these. We should send him a message of, we love this. Please, please do this yes. again. <laughs> yes. So the actual uh, um, 
one other thing for best mm. bad mother award. Yes, I was going to ask. Denzel Washington won for Training Day, which I was like, that seems fair. That's, that's I can't think of another bad mother that would deserve. Well, I mean, my brain initially I was mean, like, is it a Samuel L. Jackson role? <laughs> I guess that could be like a Pulp like Fiction Pulp situation. Fiction yeah, he's a bad mother in that one. That's we true. Love him in that I, one. But he I mean, declares it. Um, he does, but maybe yes. that's why they're like, nah, he knows it. Too we often. Need, we need we need someone who's less. That makes well, sense. He knows- I would say Denzel knows it. He does. I think he's just King saying Kong King Kong ain't got, got shit on me. On yeah. So. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so, okay. So our movie, the, the nominee mm. uh, was actually for most helpful white person. Oh God. Yes. So I'm going to name the other people who were nominated and you're going <laughs> to. Okay. Cause ours didn't, it was just ours nominated. didn't okay. win. It was just okay. nominated, but the okay. other ones, these are the other nominees. Okay. Sandra Bullock in blindside. <laughs> Obviously. Obviously. Kevin Costner, the bodyguard. Well, I mean, he I did mean, do a fair bit. He's quite helpful. That's true. He was, yeah. Harrison Ford in 42, which I didn't see, but I mean. Oh, yes. I haven't baseball. seen it yet either, yeah. the baseball one, but okay. Yeah. okay, yeah. Uh, Christoph Waltz, Django Unchained. Yeah. Obviously. <laughs> uh, or Sylvester Stallone for Creed. Which oh, he also is, yeah, I get quite that one too. These are good options. They're all helpful options. white people, but the most you know helpful white person. Mo- I'm gonna have to go with Christoph Waltz because he was and actually you my favorite. Are part. Correct. He yeah, he's yeah, he so was so good. Good. The movie, the movie actually ended for me when he died. I was like, oh, okay, well that's that. <gasps> spoiler, Lisa. Okay, sorry. Everyone. Sorry. Warning. Sorry. Christoph Waltz dies in jail. can edit it out. <laughs> it's fine. No, it's fine. They're fine with it. I mean, come on. You, you haven't seen it already. I mean, I'm how sorry, many years everyone. is too many years it's, of this It's been point, a couple you know? of years. I figured if They're you were going to watch it, you've watched it by now. Right. Okay, so uh, the next question is the one that I'm thinking is going to give it away. Hmm. Um, so this movie, I already mentioned the MTV Movie Awards. Yes, yes. So this was nominated for MTV Video Music Awards. Oh, okay. So I'm going to name you five categories and it actually won t- it won two of them okay best alternative video okay best art direction in a music mm-hmm. video okay best new artist in a music video okay best video or best rap video let's go with uh, so I have to pick two. Let's two go with of them. Best rap video and oh, what would the other one be? Best new new artist. Artist, yeah, yeah. Uh, so best rap video is correct. Yeah. Um, best video from a film is what won. Mm. So Lisa, you have a movie <laughs> with a very helpful white person <laughs> and an iconic rap an song. An iconic that we would rap know. song. That two white girls in Bright Creek really loved a lot. So much. If it's the one I'm thinking of, because I could only I think, think it of is. one. I think it's the only one you're thinking of, Lisa. Lisa, what movie are we watching this are we week? Watching, are we watching Dangerous Minds? We are watching Dangerous Minds. <laughs> so we're going to be listening to some Gangsta's Paradise. <laughs> some Coolio coming your way. Boom. Good old Coolio. Oh, my oh. God. We love 
this song. We love Gangsta's this song so much. Paradise. Okay, I can hear I it in my say, head now. It's on a loop. Oh, you need to go watch the trailer for this movie right after this episode because I went when I was doing my research and yep. I was watching the video. I was like, this song comes on and I'm just like, fuck, this is a great <laughs> fucking song. It's oh, so fucking good. Also, I love that song. Uh, disclaimer love that song so for everyone who's going to be listening to the episode next week. There's lots of swearing in the movie. There you will better be, believe there be there's going to be lots of swearing, swearing from us. us and swearing in the quotes. So, oh my God. Uh, I tender loved ears. this movie. I remember I, I watched it every chance I got. We watched every chance we got. I love. We didn't I, own we, it. We, we didn't own it. We weren't it. allowed to own it, but we rented it. And I remember it'd be on TV. I think yep. I recorded a copy that was on TV one mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Mm-hmm. Michelle Pfeiffer. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And I remember, yes. I remember the the couple of students that were like our faves. Oh yeah. I, Raul, I remember the, Raul. Emilio. Emilio. Yeah. And, absolutely. Oh, what's her name? What's her name? The um, really cool one. Yeah, um, yeah. With the dreads. Yeah. With the amazing dreads and who was uh, super smart. I can't was, think of it. And who was pregnant. Yeah. I can't yeah. think of it. Anyway. I read the book, my darling, my hamburger because of this <laughs> movie. <laughs> Did you really? Yeah. That's hilarious. Did you read? Okay. So this movie is based, yeah. so it's an adapted screenplay. It's based on a yeah. true story from an actual Marine uh, named Luann Johnson. Mm-hmm. Um, and she wrote a, a memoir book mm-hmm. about teaching troubled youth or, or at yep. risk teens. Do you know the name of the, the book? My, my posse don't do homework. I, I knew you would. I figured because <laughs> I was in my head. I was like, okay, Pauline, come up with three other names. And I was like, no fucking way. Like everything is going to sound so fucking white and just so so white. I can't. So no. white. There's no way. There's no. You can't. I can't. I, yeah, I, I, I do remember the name of the book because I remember one of the times in the credits I saw it. And I was like, that's the name of the book. <laughs> yeah, and that's the name of the book. My posse don't do homework. My but posse I've got don't do homework, yeah. Some fun trivia about Luann Johnson. Oh, yeah. I think please. she's a badass bitch. The fact that she's a Marine, anyways, yes. and then she was teaching and then, in the school. Yeah, oh, no, let's, yes. let's do this. Tell me okay. about Luann. So she is actually a high school dropout who then Ooh. joined the Navy. And then while on active duty, she earned her bachelor's. Lisa, in what subject did she earn her bachelor's degree? Sociology, psychology, English, or history? Well, my, my... My instinct is English because that's what she teaches. But now I'm like, oh, maybe it's sociology or psychology or something like that. I'm going to go with psychology. Oh, you're right. So why don't we talk yourself into that one? Yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well done. Well done. Thank you. So then... Prior to becoming a high school teacher, she actually earned her master's in another subject, English, Mm -hmm. political science, Spanish, or philosophy. Spanish? English. This is the English master. Uh, Here we go. Which makes sense. I was like, Spanish was a good throw in. Spanish was a good throw in. Well mm -hmm, done. Because that mm -hmm. that clearly threw me off my game. I like it. Well, I mean, which makes sense, considering they study uh, Dylan Thomas in the movie. I would yes. hope that she had to. <laughs> okay, so this is what's interesting, though. One of the mm. things that I learned uh, reading Roger Ebert's critique of the film, mm. he was not a huge fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but he, one of the things that he said that was a very interesting point, I guess in my posse, don't do homework. It's not Bob Dylan and Dylan Thomas. I don't think it's either of them, but it might mm. be one of them. Mm. But she taught them to love poetry because she introduced them to things like the rap of Snoop Dogg. I was about to say. So yeah. there's, she had to be more relatable. So he was just kind of belaboring the point a bit that he's like, of course, she's got to do these really amazing 
fantastic poems and this poetry situation. Was like, he, she really connected to them via fucking Snoop Dogg. So, well, of course, which makes more and sense. It, so. and it makes the most sense that that's and and rap lyrics can be wonderfully complicated oh, and absolutely. a whole lot to study from them. Yeah. So why wouldn't you use a tool that's accessible and, and you relatable. could make all your points from? Yeah. Exactly. yeah. And like that they're going to connect with. So anyway, exactly. like, that they'll oh, actually pay attention to in any shape or form. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Way more interesting. But I was yeah. like, oh, that is too bad. Like what a lost opportunity almost. Like I feel like that would have been a really interesting thing to do in the movie mm. is it's anyway. Side note, that's yeah. a sidebar. Yeah. Um Okay, so she wrote a book in 1986 called Making Waves, A Woman in This Man's Navy, which Mm -hmm. I think is fascinating. I mean, Uh, I would love to know a lot. Very interesting. Mm. Yes. She then transferred to the U.S. Marine Corps um, and then wrote a book. um, She left the U.S. Marine Corps. She wrote a book detailing the sexual harassment in the military. Oh, shit. Lisa, why Mm. didn't that book get published? Huh. Mm. okay mm. okay mm-hmm. yeah yeah um i don't really have any options for you basically it's the obvious one she was unable to find a publisher uh, in the would, 1980s in the 1980s would be like yeah this seems like a safe thing for us to publish that yeah. won't cause controversy or no. backlash or get Absolutely. us in trouble mm. yeah and we're not in like a, a patriarchal yeah. um, misogynistic society and, and one that is very open to it's american well experiences. especially it's american the militaristic love oh is strong yes it's definitely a, a big like patriotism behind the military yeah. of don't question yeah they're fighting the good fight so therefore you know they're heroes how could you remember ever the good old them? don't ask don't tell oh uh, i was about to say george, george yeah. w he really that's had it one. nailed in yeah that's a good one so anyway <laughs> so that didn't get published Oof. um and then she wrote a memoir my posse don't do homework based upon her experiences teaching at risk teens at Carlmont High in California. Mm. Um, so that's all the trivia that I have on her. Um, she seems like a badass lady, I gotta but say. She sounds incredible. Right? Mm. I mean, there's also, okay, this is a side note. In the movie trailer, there is yes. a scene where they're shooting pool. Lisa, oh. I think that got edited from the movie. Am I right? There, there, yeah, there's no pool scene. And the okay. there, she's with her friend, the other teacher. So she has got a, a, a yes. fellow teacher friend. Um, and they're like sitting at like a bar talking. But there's it's pretty, no pool. I'm like, where did this scene well, go? So, and as I understand yes. it, there was an entire character yes. that was cut out, which was Andy Garcia. Andy Garcia yes. had a role in the movie as her abusive husband boyfriend love interest love interest said on imdb and they okay. don't actually mention abuse in yeah. any of the trivia on imdb but he got completely cut out of the movie yeah so i'm not sure i wasn't sure yeah. if it was him or because she has she talks about her previous husband yes what a terrible piece of shit he was um so i wasn't sure if and i just remember andy garcia was supposed to be in the film yes and was cut out so i don't remember it was for that or other okay so maybe along with those the pool yeah one, yeah. Cut as a so reason. Anyway, Maybe that's how she met him. Who knows? When you watch the trailer, everybody, and you haven't seen this movie, just know that I love when they do that. that looks I, awesome. That looks awesome. I love when they do that. And by that, I, I mean I get super frustrated. When you look in a trailer and you're like, oh, that scene's going to be great. And you're watching the movie and you're like, mm, wasn't there supposed to be a scene about this? Yeah. When she cleans the floor with them at a pool hall, is what uh, it looks like. And I was like, this sounds amazing. Anyway, let's do that. So, uh, uh, everyone. Uh, this, this is movie so interesting. Can be found oh. on Amazon Prime. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for rent or purchase. Uh, does not come with. It is uh, not a normal, streaming one. Okay. Okay. Yes, subscription. I think it's on iTunes, if I'm not mistaken. It um, probably is. I'd be surprised if it wasn't. But me too. Yeah. It might be at your local library. That's a riskier one, as this is a movie from the '90s, and it, well, it was a hit at the time. It also, I don't think, I, if I think if I said the title to a lot of people, I don't think a lot of people would remember if they did it be like a really? big thing of, oh, yeah. You don't think so, eh? I think people would I be like, I don't think so. But oh, now yeah. I'm going to test oh, this. Yeah. When I go into work tomorrow, I'm yes. going to be like, okay. Have you guys seen, well, yeah, but you also work with a bunch of like 18-year-olds. So you need to go with people I, who I'll are also, like. I'm not, I also work with people who are my age or older. I'll, I'll okay. work with my crew. Okay. I'll work with I'm my like, crew. 20-year-old coworkers I don't ask gonna know, the 20-year-old coworkers much oh. about movies unless. <laughs> Unless I want to be like, let me guess, you haven't heard of this? Unless I want to feel old and nervous. Unless I really want to feel old when they tell me that Lord, you know, I watched that movie, the Lord of the Rings thingamabob. It's actually pretty good. When I watched it when I was three, yeah, shot it. Okay. Yeah, but they're like, I've seen it for the first time. And I'm like, you're 20. You, you've seen it for the, what do you mean? What, huh? Yeah. And they talk about how it's old. You know, that classic. And I'm like, shush, shush, shush. Quiet, shush, shush, quiet. Shush. You. Anyway, we've digressed. <laughs> Um, as usual, Pauline, what is your quote? What is your quote for the dangerous mind? Ah, okay. So it's one of hers. Um, I remember it. And then watching the trailer reconfirmed it for me. Mm. There is a scene where they're giving her a hard time. Anyone who doesn't know what this is, this is a white woman who's come into a, a rough area in uh, east side Palo Alto, California to teach high school to at-risk teens. Uh, and they're all a very intelligent, but very low grade students who, really give her a hard time and mm -hmm. in this scene they're kind of having at it or whatever and talking about having a choice and one of them's like you know we don't come come, come to, to my, my neighborhood for yeah. one day and one week and you tell me if you've got a choice and she kind of is like she kind of loses a bit and she's just like there are people in your neighborhood who choose not to get on that bus they choose to do other things that is a choice there are no victims in this classroom Mm -hmm. I really like that line. So there are no that victims in this classroom. is one of the classroom. first ones I think of. When I think of it's Dangerous so Minds, good. I think of there are no victims in this classroom. And then I think of... The You've got a rage against yeah, the, dying rage of against the, the dying of the light when they're, when they're doing Obviously. some... Those were my Thomas. two. Those yeah. were my two. Yeah. It's like, those are good. So those are good there are ones. no victims in this classroom. Oh, it's going to be... This is going to be an interesting be a, watch. Inter well, and to be fair, everyone, also keep in mind we are two white women about to dissect a movie whose subject matter also, deals with. I would like to point out two like upper middle class white yes, women in yes, Canada. Not even. Yeah, we're 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 good. We're okay. <laughs> we're okay. We've been okay growing up. We're coming at this entirely as outsiders for subject matter. Yeah. So. Which yeah. is why I'm worried about whether yeah. this is going to hold up or not. I don't Just know. Just even thinking of a couple of scenes, I'm like, I remember loving them as a kid, but yeah. I don't know if there's mm -hmm. still something mm -hmm. I can be like, yeah, this seems And like legit. the white savior yeah, that complex. Trope is, that trope Ooh. is always a risky one. I mean, it on is. the one hand, you're like, this woman actually taught in schools totally. but on another one you're like how much of it has been hollywoodized yeah right well and <sighs> already they don't choose rap lyrics they choose yeah so you Dylan already Thomas, know so you already oh, they've know. made some shifts they've they've already Ooh. whitened it up a bit yeah so. yeah so Oof. but we'll nonetheless, see nonetheless I, we will watch it because it's true we did love this one we loved this a one lot. we watched this one we watched this one any chance we got so much we loved this one and so, then we learned 
Gangsta's Paradise, and then we learned the parody by Weird Al Yankovic of Amish Paradise, and we loved both. Of Hilarious! Them the time. I would also say this so, is one of the movies that made me fall in love with Michelle Pfeiffer. Hands like, down, between, between this Batman and Catwoman, yeah. yeah, between this and Catwoman, I was like, she's amazing. Yeah, I'm like, I, I love everything she does. <laughs> Uh, anyway okay 100%. so awesome awesome so excited okay that is it everyone watch the movie amazon prime um or you know wherever you might find it track it down and then tune in on tuesday to listen to two of us find out mm-hmm. whether this is gonna hold up i don't i genuinely don't know neither of us feel particularly confident about it um yeah we'll see yeah we'll, we'll all see. find out together guys we will indeed <laughs> so tune in on tuesday in the meantime you should uh give us a review you should subscribe to the podcast because it helps other listeners who might be interested in movie podcasts find us as well uh and then follow us on instagram and twitter real at real window and you can always send us an email real.window at gmail.com Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your weekend and we'll see you on Tuesday.